Good afternoon. Hello, that's better. Good afternoon, Spurs fans, and welcome to THFC Till I Die, your home at Tottenham, past, present. Do you know what? An exciting future. Let's be positive. Let's just think about next season. Let's just think about the good times, the summer coming ahead, the sun, the barbecues, the parties we're going to have. Let's forget about Spurs because they're really not worth talking about. But here we are again talking about a certain individual who, in my opinion, reminds me of a Bond villain. All he needed yesterday was the cat, but his poor wife was tapping him on the knee, saying, there, there, Daniel, it's okay, it's going to be fine. Just think about the summer, think about your holiday in Barbados, we'll get away from all of this. You know, Mr. Levy, can you please leave the club, we don't want you anymore. Um, Philip Brady, good morning, how are you, sir, or good afternoon, how are you today, sir? Uh, I'm a lot better than I was this time yesterday, anyway, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, I could say you were a little bit angry, I think, was the word. Well, let's just say if I had a cat, it would have been kicked up and down the town. That's, I keep using that euphemism, but yeah. it was just so frustrating yesterday to have such a brilliant first... Now, I say brilliant first-half performance, mm. but it's one for months, only to forget the whole thing at half-time and come out like we've been playing recently and absolutely surrender the whole game to Brentford. It was embarrassing. Absolutely. It was, it was. And Mia, how are you? And really, the 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 song from Simple Minds keeps coming into my head. Don't you forget about me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm alright. I'm not too bad. Um, I just had like um a little conversation with my brother about it earlier to get it off my chest a little bit because yeah, I was just yeah, I'm just like. I don't know anymore. It doesn't even hurt. And he said the same. He's just so disconnected from the club. And that's not good. Yeah. That's not good for all of us to feel that way. But we we do, you know. We, we, we rarely do, guys. It's so, so disconnected. Philip, look. I can, I can think of another song as well. Yeah, go on. The Queen song, Another One Bites the Dust. Yeah, that that's true. That's true. I know. I, Joe, I said that we are, no, the uh, Lincoln Parks or numb. That's, mm-hmm. that's us. Yeah. We mm. I've become so numb. I can't mm. even feel you there. Like it's just that. It's just that song is perfect actually for Tottenham. Yeah. 
Yeah, Pink I, Floyd I, as well, comfortably known. That's another one that's good. For yeah, you. I can think of another brick in the wall, but there you go. Um, look, very quickly on yesterday, we're not going to talk about it. This is going to be a pre of a, a free Tottenham match yesterday. That's free zone. We're going to talk about every other subject that's underneath the thing. Um, very quickly, if you want to become a Philip, do you want to say about the memberships and that so that it is yeah, membership in. membership of the um of the of the channel which gets you uh privileges to get on to members only shows and what have you. It's only two ninety nine starting per month, and it does get you up there. Uh, your comments will be read out quicker, and it helps the channel to invest. We're going to invest in greater technology and uh, for the for the new season coming up, you know. So we're going to be high tech, really high tech. And also, they can they can pay me to come on more. Then I might come on more if they pay me. Also, we have put me as link in the chat as well for you as Thank well for you. me for Spurs between the lines. I can think of a good song actually, um, from from you too, the streets of no name. Mm, yeah, yeah. There's one for the chat. Come on for the most fitting song. That you remember that that suits the Spurs situation at the minute, and we'll just see what who has who has the best of them. Put mm. it in the chat. Yeah. Well, anyway, let's see who's in the chat. Funny enough, we've got Daryl Denton. Big up, Daryl. This is ain't ain't cheaper to sack him than keep spending millions. Well, that is the question. Poor old Daniel did ask the question. Me and Philip were talking about the show last night, and the Italian job came to my mind. Of hang on, lads. I've got a plan here. At the end of the Italian job, when the gold's going out the back of the back of the van, you can see Daniel Levy right there with with Conte and all the managers holding them. Hang on, lads, I've got a plan. No, Joe, what I can see is uh, turn around saying you're only supposed to blow, blow the bloody doors off, and like because the whole stadium's collapsed. I love that mm. film. I I don't like the new version, but I love the no, old version. The new version is rubbish. It is. Um, we've got big up FC Colin, Man United fan. Big up Colin. Hope you're doing well, sir. We've got David Clark from Leicester. Hi from Leicester. I hope this puts to bed any Spurs fan thinking that Mason should be our permanent coach. Mind you, whoever thought that David must have been drinking or taking something seriously damaging to their health. Um, or even on a bench, Mason's middle name isn't winner, it's Sentimental FC. That was criminal what he did yesterday after yeah, 60 minutes. It, it was. was Peter M, who actually got it spot on, Philip, to be fair, yesterday with the timings of the substitutes. Yeah, he did actually. Hey, yeah, big up Forrest. Yeah, congratulations to Forrest. They have now confirmed their status in the, in the Premier League and also confirms Arsenal what we all known for a while. They're bottlers. Bottle jobs, yeah. Bottle jobs. Yeah. 243 days top of the league and they lost it. <laughs> Could only be Arsenal. That's, that's the only thing racing yesterday. Because nearly every team I was following yesterday lost. Yeah. Apart from Mayo beating Kerry, that was about the only one. Katie Taylor lost in a boxing fight against uh, the English girl. Um, Leinster lost to rugby. Yeah. I know. Spurs I know. lost. Uh, who else? My County Leitrim lost. Mind <laughs> you, so did Western Dermot. So that's no harm, you know. So, uh, yeah. Um, uh, the Arsenal result was the only saving grace, really. You know? Yeah. Well, Mayo, my father's from Mayo, so big up Mayo, the the, the march for Big Sam's on. Yeah. There you go. And that's for Wexford, where they couldn't play. The, they're like not top. Big Sam, no. Sam, not Big Sam. That's <laughs> <laughs> Sam Allardyce. <laughs> we will we don't actually... Want we don't want we, him, no, please. Oh, no, no. We will do um a GAA sort of special show over the summer just to explain about GAA football over here. It will be a bit of fun. 
um, yeah, I mean, why, yeah. it's, why it's called the Sam McGuire Cup. It is quite interesting. But Wayne Bonner, good afternoon, everyone. Hope you're all well. Don't worry. Season's nearly over. Season's over okay. for me. I know it's definitely over for Philip, and I know definitely it's over for Mia. She's already on the beach with her, with her towel on the sunbed already. Yeah, the uh, beach is just down the road, so I don't even have to go far to go beach. No, but you even beat the Germans there in the mornings, Mia, and that's saying something. Beating them in the morning to the sunbeds is something. <laughs> um, big up Ryan McFarlane all the way from Derry I hope it's sunny up there sir and I hope it's nice up the north as well today but big up sir it says not soon enough leave you out yeah exactly even if Arsenal women's even Wayne Bonner says even the Arsenal women's team are bottling it my Guna mates are in for some stick work this week yeah go on yeah. you give it to them Wayne the Nottingham Forest fans gave the Arsenal fans some stick yesterday I saw a YouTube of it some of the chants they were coming out with were hilarious, you know. <laughs> they were. Um, Peter M, the heat waves, the bugs, the heat fever. Oops, sorry, I'm not being positive. Nah, I know what you mean. <laughs> I know what you mean. Wayne say, Mia, got that tune, love that song. Um, yeah, Lincoln Park are good, man. Yeah. Uh, you can't beat a bit of Super Minds or a bit of um, a bit of you two either. Oh, no, um, not as good though. Sorry, I don't know. Don't you forget about me, it's a great song. It's a um, good song, but Lincoln it was, Park... And it was actually just... used in the ending of um, Bumblebee. Um, ju just Anthony Swimman, so Anthony Gray, big up. I just can't see Lee Levy leaving. I don't know offhand how much shares he's got or his, his relationship is with Joe Lewis. Well, Joe Lewis owns 70% of Tottenham. Um, and Daniel Levy owes 20% of 20, Tottenham. 26% of him, 26%. Yeah, 26%. Now, the relationship is, he's married to his granddaughter or goddaughter? He's, he's, Joe Lewis is Daniel Levy's godfather. Yeah. Yeah. And he's married, I think he could be married to a relation as well, I'm not quite sure. So, there's... Joe was passing his knee yesterday. Yeah, saying, dear, dear, Mr. Levy. If that was, if that was me, she would be chucking a rocket under his ass. Mm. Um, can someone enlighten me? Others like it. Yeah, that that's it. Mayor, would you have been saying there, there, Mr. Levy, patting his knee? Or what would you be saying if you were Mrs. Levy yesterday? Do you know what? It's difficult because you're trying to tell me to be in a position, obviously, that none of us really want to really think about is to be touching Daniel Levy that closely, which I don't think I'd want to do. And he's bald head, not for me. Um, but... I think that she obviously is going to feel a bit sorry for him because she loves him and she's going to feel bad for the guy, isn't she? Because she loves the, loves him. Just like when we any of us have had somebody we love, we don't want them to be upset. So I can kind of see why she did. She would do it. If it was me, I'll probably, as his wife, do the same. Like, yeah. I can't really disrespect her for that because, you know, that's but she, wife, she, so. she is paid executive at the Tottenham board and her brother, now the bald head fella who looks like Mr Hitman, yeah, you know that's her brother. Oh, okay. So he's well. Got, he's got a cushy number. The thing is, uh -huh. the way the thing is, if I had a business and I could make sure my family was sorted in good jobs, I would do it. So yeah, again, I think we all would. I think we'd I, all do I, that. I so. think we all would in 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 a I'd, way. I'd like, say, I'd like to say that what she doing? She should have gone home with Daniel Levy last night. So Daniel, do you really need this aggro? We've had mm. enough of this. I don't just sell up and get out. I'm going to live in our 25,000 square foot house in the Bahamas that we're building at the moment. That's what I do, you know. 
If, if that's I saw what I'm that saying. Massively coming in towards me, I would do that. But Philip, mm -hmm. you're coming from a, a fan's point of view, not her point. Like that's what I'm trying to say. It's difficult to be in her from her point of uh, view. Isn't it? Like, like, yeah. I wouldn't like. I wouldn't like any member of my family to undergo that sort of stress. And like, you know, bad, like, listen, we all give out about Daniel Levy and whatever and whatever he's done and hasn't done. He is a human being and has got feelings, and that mm -hmm. must have absolutely crucified him yesterday to see that happening. You know, and I, I don't like seeing that happen to anybody. But the the the, the results the. The way to resolve it is is to move away from it. Yeah, Alan Sugar did. Alan Sugar did, moved yeah. away from it. Yeah. Um, didn't I didn't know till last night. Enoch tried to buy Tottenham in nineteen ninety eight, and he mm -hmm. refused. And nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, that's right. He did. Yeah. So yeah. they got it on the third time of. Yeah, they had a small stake in it at that stage. I think. They yeah, they had a small stake. Yeah. yeah. They they actually came in with him when Terry Venables and him bought. Saved the club. They had a stake in that. They actually were one of the shareholders yeah. at the beginning, yeah. back in '91. So they've been in there since then. David Clark says yesterday proved that most of these players are not good enough because only one change Brentford coach made was told these players to press up higher the pitch. And when they did, Spurs, yeah, exactly. He, they didn't just do that. I think he made uh, midfield changes as mm. well, didn't he, to change it up mm. because he felt like his midfield wasn't doing what they were supposed to do. So he did mm -hmm. make. He made those changes, and Mason couldn't counteract those changes. Yeah, Ben uh, Davis said it, said it exactly. He was interviewed after the match, and he says hmm. everything was grand in the first half, but at halftime, Brentford made tactical changes, and we weren't able to cope with them. That's basically yeah. what he said. But yeah. I put down to Mason's coaching. He should have known Brentford were going to change it around in the second half, but he didn't. It's like yeah. Conte against Man City when we were two and a lot. We we all knew what was coming in the second half. He didn't. He didn't make the change when he should have done. Um, we've got Wayne Bonner, swim master. Interesting point. I wonder what the relationship between Levy and Lewis is regarding the club. We just explained he's his godson. So we, we'll go into yeah, that. Later. Is it, is it, are they arguing? Are they on the one wavelength now or are they on different wavelengths? I, I, I think, Danny, I don't think Joe, I don't think, yeah, I don't think Joe Lewis knows which day is a week it is, to be fair. Um, McTanica, um, sad but true by Wayne Bonner. That's true. Mm -hmm. That um, DJ Samuel, good afternoon, Coys. Pet shop boys, go west. <laughs> now, for me, it'd be, have to be um, West End girls for me, and always on my mind. I love that cover of Always on My Mind, actually, the Pet Shop Boys. But I was watching them last night in concert. Fucking great concert. Peter M is the Goonish, the new Spursy. Yeah, Spursy. Like, no, yeah. RC, that's what we call it. Mm. Um, yeah, RC is true. Um, I heard Arsenal owners are looking to invest into ball making company. Yeah, Irish bottlers are going to be the new sponsors next year. Yeah. <laughs> We've got Daniel Sanoval, big up, good afternoon, all one for love. Um, David Clark was Lee Gunner's pod yesterday where he praised Poch for getting 86 points when we were second by Chelsea, which Arsenal can't reach this season. That's mm. actually a very good point. Mm, that's right. It's 84. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I'm going to um, do? I've got, a, I've got an antidote to soccer. And it's happening. It's just so lucky it's happening on Tuesday. I'm going to the three arena on Tuesday evening where Katie Taylor had her fight last night to see one of the great rock and roll stars of all time, my ultimate hero, John Fogarty. For those of you that are old enough to remember Creedence Clearwater Revival, and this is the guy that wrote, status quo didn't write it. He wrote Rockin' All Over the World. Did he really? Oh, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. So uh, I'm going to see him on Tuesday night, and that is my it's like a pilgrimage for me. So it's like you and Duran Duran, Dermot, or you know, yeah. I sadly so couldn't was, get. I'm going to forget all about Tottenham and just concentrate yeah. on that. 
I sadly couldn't get to Duran Duran due to family commitment, but I was so disappointed. I, I love Duran mm. Duran. I'm a massive Duran Duran fan. Have been since since I was a wee kid. Um, them and Madness. I love Madness as well. Yeah, the break crack. Uh, yeah. Our house is my favourite song. I just love yeah. the start of it. Anyone Wayne Bunner. Some real rock and roll. Just check out John Fogarty on YouTube. Mm. Some brilliant stuff up there. Yeah. Um, we've got Wayne Bunner. Ah, GAA. There's a GAA club across from me. Wayne, go there. there just go there, Wayne. Okay. Introduce yourself as the man from from THFC till I die from the Irish side of the from Ireland from across the water and say you are a Mayo fan and they will welcome you with open arms. They may laugh at you, but they will welcome you. They'll probably say 1951. Is that the last time you won <laughs> Yeah. If you say you're from Leitrim or Wexford, they may just walk away from you. So just say from Mayo. Yeah, just say from Mayo. Yeah. And Wexford is still the number one county in Ireland. If Dave's watching. Um <laughs> I'm surprised Philip didn't say anything there. Um, I'm saying that, and I'll keep you out of that one. No. Well, Leitrim's number three, but there you go. Um, that's Daniel Lever's song, Simple Minds. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Wayne Bonnet, you two, where the Spurs have no game. Oh, I like that. <laughs> that's, oh, that's a good one. Oh, the Spurs have no manager. Yeah, that's a good one. I'll just see who else is in, Philip, before we get on. Andrew Gregory, Tracy was probably saying to Levy, never mind, Daniel, you will get your one million performance bonus. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Who else has popped in? And uh, Andrew Gregory says, what she has to do? Is that what she has to do when she uh, goes to bed with him, give him a performance bonus to make him feel better? Yeah. I'll, I'll carry on. Andrew Gregory, you were one lucky man that saw that concert. I have to say, the video was. They played there twice, 1970, 1971. Which one were you at? Let me know. Oh, oh God. I'll tell you, Mia, you've got. I'll tell you, you may have got the same sort of filthy sense of humour, I think. I'll have to be moderate. I'll have to moderate this chat now before we get cut off. <laughs> Oh, God. Now, I didn't give details. I was being very kind of careful of what I said. So <laughs> That's for an after nine o'clock show. <laughs> after midnight. I've just got that vision in my head. Come on, Daniel, it's performance time. <laughs> she probably rubs his bald head. So I'd be like, he gets all happy. I hope he performs better than the team did. That's <laughs> yes, very disappointed. Oh, Lord God. <laughs> oh Lord, oh Jesus, oh me, you're all funny. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, Wayne Bonnet, Dermot, not my own. My man's from Tipperary. Oh, Tipperary's oh, yeah. not bad. Big up Tip. It's a long way from Tipperary. As you used to. Do you know what, Philip? That's one thing that gets up my nose, right? The English army in the Second World War used to think it's a long, long way from Tipperary, right? Yeah, First World War, actually. But, uh, yeah, half the fuckers never went there. No wonder it was a oh, long, long way from It was just song they adapted, you know. I oh, know, I oh, know. It's quite funny. Um, David Clark, well, Davis is allowed to open his cut. In, uh, what's that? Well, Davis allowed his, yeah, cut inside without tackling him. The vote. I said yeah. this yesterday, but we're not going there. But I did say this yesterday, Philip, and you sort of disagree, but well, that's for the a different thing. Um, so there's no way Joe Lewis is going to sack his godson relation. Then Levy will go when he wants to go, not before. Not saying the protest won't push him in that, that direction, but down to Levy. Yeah, exactly. Big mm. up Ben Kaufman. Thank you for being the head head member of the Wrexham Tourism. Yeah, the Wrexham Tourism Board. And also Purple and Go to Tottenham are sold. You could not pick better colours and 
Wexford is very proud to be part of this, part of this sort of momentum as as we are the as we did rise with the lads in the Easter Rise and we know how to rise to a rebellion. Um, DJ Samuel saying he's laughing at you, Mia. <laughs> with your performance in Hanson joke. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you've got that stuck in my head now. I tell you one thing, Mia, that's funny. Uh, I could 19... go even further with it, but I'm going to keep oh, it clean, like I say. I was going to say, maybe Spurs, Spurs are looking for a new sponsor next season. Maybe Viagra can come in and do it. Or Durex. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's indeed. Andrew Gray, the man. Yeah. Good man. If, if they want to do a sex education video, just put Daniel Levy on the screen. If you don't want to get pregnant, look at this man. Put him on the boxes. Put him on boxes of uh, of protection. Yeah. Oh, don't, be, yeah. don't be a Levy. <laughs> Joe, I can imagine little pictures of um of like little Levy sperms being like his little heads. <laughs> oh, I knew this show would go south very quickly. <laughs> It's when I come on, I do apologise. Oh, no, no it's, it's actually good fun. It lightens the mood up. We've been quite depressed, so we need a bit of fun. Oh, we're so depressed, yes. It's good to have a bit of a laugh. Yeah. Um, Wayne Bonner says, oh, filthy sense of humour. Now you're talking my language. When's the special stream? <laughs> Look, we actually are going to do one in the next one Saturday. We are going to do one one Saturday. So don't worry about that. Um, Daniel Clark, when Daniel Levy was a child, he was playing with his rocket. His mum said, what are you doing? He said, I want to, I want to be shot into space. His mum said, if your dad did what he was told you would have been. Yes. Oh, oh, <laughs> uh, just to let you know, we get back on the subject slightly. Back on the subject, West Ham one, Leeds one is a half time. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's, I'm starring that. That is fucking brilliant. <laughs> that's really good. That's really good. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Oh, that's just. <laughs> it's Philip just think I prefer a video with you. Well, hang on a bit now. Let's just go. We'll keep carrying on a bit here. Um, you see what the next the next I comment can... is. I think I've lost one. Yeah, I'm John Fitzpatrick. Big up my Irish brother. Hope you're well. Ryan Bonner says David Clark love it, and Peter Rem says we need some humour today. Mm -hmm. Oh boy, don't be right, guys. David, that is the best one yet. I have to say, you're you're a funny man. Um. We've got Audi Austin. What did you think of the lap of honor? To be fair, I didn't watch it. If I did, I would have booed them. I, I, many I watched people it. There. The club put up, but actually, there was quite a few left. There must have been a good few waiting wait for the women. They actually won their match 4 1. Thank God for that. But uh, and the, the club put up a video of Lucas Moura going around with his wife and kids, and there was quite a few people left. I was surprised. I didn't think there'd be as many, mm. you know. But um, it, I think whenever they went to show the highlights of the season, there was a, quite a few boos came up from the crowd. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, that kind of summed it up a bit, you know. Yeah. Well, there you go. Right. Let's crack on with the show, Philip. What's the first topic we want to talk about? Right. Philip, look, we had it said yesterday, come up in the group chat, 
that um so that there will be some contracts torn up i mean i don't know if you've got it there or you read it no it was one of it was peter uh, one of the one of the, the in the nose put it up mm. that they reckon there was going to be a massive sea change at tottenham during mm. the summer and uh, I, I can read the message for i can get the uh get it up like on my phone and read it can, can, can you share it to me mia that i could can you bring yeah. it up on the screen so everyone can see it um, hold on, I'll just send it to you because I haven't got yeah, okay. um, my phone connected right here. I'll just read it out, me, it's fine. Just yeah. read it out, it's grand. Oh. Um, it said, in, a, uh, in the next few days and weeks, there are going to be announced se several contracts torn up. The rebuild is ginormous. And Paul O'Keefe doesn't tend to say stuff for mm. like no reason. Yeah. He's actually no, he's quite good. a good, pretty good. He's yeah. pretty good. So that's yeah. very interesting. So, so where do you think this will be going then, Philip? Where, where do you think oh. it will start? Well, I mean, I've given you a list there of the players that I yeah, feel should I actually be. wouldn't bring them up, actually. Yeah, these, these are the players I think should leave the club, either contract mm. torn up or sold. Ben mm. Davis, even though he only signed a three-year contract, he needs to be sold. Mm. Eric Dyer, tear up his new contract before it's even written. He needs to be sold. Yeah. Joe Roden's going nowhere, although he's playing for Ron Renz today. Mm. He's gone. And Dombele, but we don't want him back. Sessegnon might as well not be there for all he's done. Perisic was always going to be a short-term solution, so I think he should, he'll go back to Inter Milan. Lloris, we know, is gone. Now, this one I'm sad to say, Troy Parra, I don't think he's got a future at Tottenham. I think he's no. he's got to go. And Sanchez, we all know. So that's nine players off the books, mm. right? The only ones that I would keep, that of the one I may have missed out some of the ones that are on loan, but the ones I would keep, would be I keep Lachelso. I think he can do a job for us. I would keep Sergio Regalon to give a bit of competition to Destiny Adoji on the left-hand mm -hmm. side. Because yeah. if we get rid of Sessignon and Perisic, we're going to be short there. And yeah. I would also keep Dane Scarless. Because Dane Scarless apparently has bulked up and built up his stamina and, and his body weight and down at Portsmouth. And I think he can do a job for us. But as for those guys on the list, bye-bye. Yeah. Mia, look, look, we're still looking for a director of football. Who has to take responsibility for, for getting rid of these players down below that Philip wants to get rid of? Um, it would be surely down to the director of football. So when he comes in, because we're going to apparently announce this quite soon. So yeah. I presume that he will have the, and the new manager will have to decide mm. um, who they want to keep and who they don't, I guess, because that's what we did with Poch, right? We said to Poch, who did you want to go and, and who do you want to keep? And we did allow mm. him to get rid of a lot of players. So, mm. yeah. Look, I, I agree with you, Philip. Davis needs to go. Dyer definitely needs to go. Roden needs to go. Dombele. Do you know what? I'm a little bit on the 50-50 with him. He didn't do too bad at Napoli. What I saw yeah, of him. Slower, slower pace of the game and everything. So, I, I know mean, it's a slower pace, but... But he is one of them players that can change a game for you like that. Yeah, that's true. But his attitude, his attitude's got to change, though. So it depends who we get in. If we well, get in a manager that's going to keep him on the straight and narrow. Yeah. Like, I suppose if we, if we can keep, like, if we if we lose him, if, he, if he's sold, we're going to take a horrendous financial hit on him. Yeah, we so are. If a manager did come in that, that could actually work with a guy, then you possibly you could be right, Dermot. I just put him there because of all the negativity about him. But yeah. you're quite right. The right person coming in to manage the club might be able to transform him. You never know. And I agree, Segi needs to go. He's never played anyway. Perisic, I think, is too old. Lloris, mm. well, he's going anyway because he's just uh, Mia knows my opinions on Lloris. We had a little 
talk about him yesterday on Dave's channel, um, which I enjoyed. Um, Troy Parrott, Philip, this is one that I'm really disappointed over. Yeah. I am yeah, so, yeah. so disappointed over because he, the lad had potential. And we know he had potential. You look what he's done for when he's played for us. He's had potential. And it got him with the wrong crowd, the wrong the wrong people, and he's blown his he's blown his potential. And as for Sanchez, well, the sooner Sanchez can leave the club, the better. A bit like Dyer, I will put them in the car and drive them to the North Pole and leave them there. Mm-hmm. Mia, do you agree with Philip's list here? And would you add anybody else onto that list? Um, do you know what? It's quite hard. Uh, I would say, yeah, all of them ones are ones I personally would get rid of. Um, and probably, it's really hard. People are not going to probably appreciate this, but I think Hill, I don't know if he would be maybe one that we should loan out again, but not in Spain, because I feel like he's probably needs a little bit more. Do you know? Like, mm. I feel like he needs to bulk up a little bit um, and get a bit more... Um, like like sternness about him because mm-hmm. he's a bit kind of like blow him over in the wind. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he so he's probably one that I would send out maybe on a loan more than anything. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'm trying to think if there's. I'd probably get rid of um, Hoybier. I think Hoybier's not good enough, and we need to bring mm-hmm. somebody else in. And we're going to be really over midfielded um, otherwise as well because we have got Skip Scott at uh, Sar. Mm-hmm. Benny, Basuma, and if we bring somebody else in, I feel like that's a lot of people. So I would probably mm-hmm. get rid of um, Hoybier as well. And I know that's an unpopular opinion with some people, but for me, he just hasn't, he's just not good mm-hmm. enough, really. Yeah, well, we've got a few people putting the list in the chat there, Philip. So don't, don't shall I bring yeah, them up and see Brian Hill. I think Seville will probably want to buy Brian Hill this summer. They're yeah. in a, a European final again, and he's, he was tantamount getting them there. And it was lovely to see him crossing the ball for Eric Lamella to score the winning goal. Mm. So I think we might not have an option on him. We might just sell him. You know? I forgot to put him on my list, actually. Please, Let's have a look please. Let's see who's, who's coming please. in. And by the way, bad news for us. Brighton have taken the lead against Southampton. So yeah, Please, Gil Messi, stay at Tottenham. Stay at Tottenham. Right, we've got Daryl Dilton here, Philip. He's okay, gone for Cesc, Sanchez, Tantanga, Perisic, Lo Celso, Don Bellier, Dyer mm. may my need to go first list. Mm. Yeah, I didn't put Tanganga on my list. I think mm. he might be handy enough to hang around as a squad player. Yeah. Oh, see, the the one, you know, the Chelsea is the one I think could do a job for us. But the only thing I'm wrong with the Chelsea, I believe his attitude was very poor when he was here the first time. Yeah. But again, um, that could be down to the management that they had mm. at the time. Do you know, do you know what? I would actually rather have Longley stay than I would um, Tanganga. No. Tanganga. Well, I'm keeping Longley anyway. I'm keeping Longley anyway because look, look, I, yeah. I heard a few people yesterday saying Longley needs to go. He's useless. He, he's no. look for me when Longley played with Rome, with Romero against Crystal Palace. Romero looked the calmest I've ever seen him in a back four. He looked yeah. comfortable, and that was down to Longley. Um, we've got Peter Ram here. He's gone for Dyer, Davis, Luis, Sanchez, Nombellier, Winks, Perisic, Segerson. Yeah, pretty Segerly. much the same as my list, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it is. Um, DJ Samuel saying 500, 5,000% Eric Dyer. 5 million percent. Um, David Clark. Um, Peter Ram also says Lesoso is a keep. Red Reglon could be useful as the Dangers unless yeah, someone makes a good offer for him. Fair enough, that's fair comment. Yeah, yeah. it is. Um, we've got Dara. 
Clark, Clark, big up, Dara. Hope you're doing well, sir. Um, first time I've seen you in the chat for a while, so look, I hope you're doing well. Um, Parrot should stay. He's a great p- prospect for both Ireland and Spurs. He will be then. He will be next. Um, yeah, right. Okay. I'd, lo- I'd love to see him right there, but I'm afraid I, I don't think I've seen enough to think Troy Parrot right. will make it. I suppose. Can I just say one thing? Put um, Troy Parrot and Mo Salah in the same breath. Is an insult to Mo Salah. To be fair, it, it really is. I don't mm. know what you see in Troy, but me and Philip's, me and Philip or Philip Philly, I was calling him, but Philip, um, we seem quite regularly for Ireland, and we haven't really been impressed, have we, when he's played for us, has he? He's, he's probably been, but he scored a goal for Ireland that kept mm. against Lithuania. He's got a brilliant goal for Ireland. And he has, but I think the problem with Troy Parrott, as we all know, it's his well documented company that he was keeping there when he was yeah. a young lad. Mm-hmm. And he, he got in with the wrong crowd. Mm-hmm. And as we all know, that can wreck a player's career. Look at Deli Alley. Mm-hmm. So, from that point of view, he went to Preston and we thought he'd do very well. He did, and he scored a couple of goals and got injured. And I just don't think um, he, he's got, I don't think he'll uh, cut the grade with a new manager at Tottenham. I think he'd be sold. Did, did, did me oh, and we forgot Harry Winks. We forgot Harry yeah. Winks on that list. Jesus. Yeah, Winks is coming up a few. Oh bits. no, he's number one. Get rid of him. Get rid of him. <laughs> Whiteman um, and Austin. I wouldn't believe that. Oh, I wouldn't get rid of Whiteman and Austin, but that, that's two of the goalkeepers uh, gone. Stephen uh, is very thin. Uh, um, um, look, Colum, Colum is actually going for the juggler. He says Sel yeah. and son. <laughs> right. Okay. I'll tell you what. We'll do a swap for uh, Rashford and uh, well, who else up there? Can we get? Um. Rashford and uh, da 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 da. Let me see. I don't know who else? No. The feather in midfield starts with the C. Ses- or uh, Cav- Carvoera. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we'll swap for them. Yeah, there you go. What do you reckon, Mia? Well, who would you swap for Kane and Son at Man United? Oh, do you know what? As um, as much as I hate him and he's a little rat, I like Bruno, even though he's a bit of a ratty kind of like he gets some of those. But I think if he. Pl- if he plays for you, you love him. He's one of those players. Yeah. And, of course, Rashford. But that's not going to happen. So, Colm, you can keep those thoughts to yourself because we don't want to hear it, all right? Bruno should be playing for us. I mean, Levy wouldn't pay the transfer mm. fee. <laughs> we'll give you Maguire and Wingo. That's <laughs> no, okay. There's enough lampposts in Tottenham. We don't need yeah, those. Thank you. Um, we've got big up Lady 8. This man, uh, Nick, I've got so much respect for you, sir. You really are one of the nicest people. On, on YouTube, you ran. I enjoyed the time I spent with you at Tottenham. Really had a good night, even with the tequila, which killed me the next morning. Which, to be fair, I'm surprised you remember too much about that night from what you've been saying. Yeah, um, I woke up the next morning. Um, instead of going through the door, I went to a wall and walked straight into it. That's how hungover <laughs> I was. Um, but big up, lazy, big up, Nick. I hope you're doing well and your family's doing well. Um, big up panel wasn't the wrong crowd that Parrot got in with. In fact, Daddy Ali, it, no, it's true. It's a lot more serious than that, I'm afraid. Well, do you want to give a bit of background to that, Philip? Yeah, so Troy, Troy Parrot was born in the inner city of Dublin, um, near um, it's an area near the Five Lamps in um, in uh, the north side of Dublin, and it's a, it would be classed as an underprivileged area. You know, really, and the and the guy has done brilliantly to get where he is. But 
he got involved with a family called the Kinnahans. Now, you may, you may have heard of them. They're one of the leading crime families in Dublin. Now, he got involved with the lower end of that, the, the, the young kids in that family of his own age. Uh, but, of course, the, the, the press got hold of this. And if you, if you were to believe what you were reading, it's where he was a full-blown member of the Kinnahan gang, which he wasn't. But it kind of these guys hung around with him because he was a football professional footballer in London and whatever, you know. It just got him a bad name. And uh, he's finding it hard to get rid of that reputation now. Yeah, it, it is. So that that sort of gives you a sort of background to that. Um, we've got, um, and then Nick says, had a great time too, Dom. At least we have a wonderful photo to jog your jog our memories. <laughs> yeah, I, I was still on the right until the tequila, to be fair. And then after the tequila, it's very hazy. I remember going to um, to get a burger with Dave, Jack, and and uh, Ellie, and my card wouldn't work. But went to a cash machine then about an hour later and it worked. It was quite funny. I just thank God McDonald's was around the corner that morning because I definitely needed a McDonald's that morning. Andrew Gregory says Martinez, him and Romero are a rock for Argentina. And Mia, look, I'm I'm not gonna go into the Romero because I know what you think of Romero and you you would take him into a dark room and do all sorts of things to him. Um <laughs> But if you were to get a goalkeeper that he plays for for his country, would you would you think that would be a good thing to have somebody like a Martinez with a Romero to play week week in, week out for Argentina? And it did so well in the World Cup. He, he played so well in the World Cup as well. Would you like him at Tottenham? Um, no, I'm not really a big fan of Martinez. Although I think he's shithouser, he's great. Um, I just think there's better keepers out there. And I understand why people want to say, oh, because of Romero and being Argentinian with Martinez. But I don't know, like, it's not for me. Um, I would actually, like I say, rather have um, mm. somebody else, to be honest. Yeah. That, Philip, what about you? I'm uh, not really, but I, I think I agree with um, uh, with Mia. Like, Martinez is brilliant in the World Cup, but he's done much, not much since. So, yeah, I think that's a stick with Romero, you know. I, I have to um, disagree with the Perrier. I think having, having, having Martinez, Romero trusts him. He knows what he's like. And for his bit of kidology, I think it's what we need in the back four. Yeah, but if he's not the best goalkeeper for our team, why just base it on one player? Like, I understand, but it's just one player and it's just to base it all on that when I don't think he's the kind of keeper that we need. It's just mm. something... Yeah. I just thing, he's a very arrogant individual. If you've seen mm. him, um, he's, he's, he's... I think I'll put me off him. Hey, the fact he played for Arsenal is enough, but yeah. remember when he, when he went up to collect his, his World Cup winners medal, he made that kind of gesture. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And I watched him yesterday. He got booked playing for Villa against Liverpool. He should have been sent off the amount of time he was wasting. Mm. Every time he got the ball, he dropped to the ground as if he'd been shot. Mm. Uh, I just, I just thought, no, something about the guy I don't like. I don't like him. Don't like him. But like Nick says here, from Lazy Eight says here, from everything I've seen when they're on the pitch, Romero and Martins have a strong relationship. And that, that that's what you need. You need yeah, a goalkeeper. Yeah, a strong relationship with, Daniel, with Lionel Messi as well. We're not going to sign Lionel Messi, are we? Well, he's no, on the free. That Argentinian team is very well bonded together, mm. you know. 
apparently um Colin wants um wants us to sell Romero to Man United. No. Um no, 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 listen, no, no. I'm gonna find you and it will be really bad news for you, Colin. All right. Do, do you want to use the Liam Neeson um quote, do you Mia? Do you want me to get that up for you so you can read it to Colin? <laughs> I will find you. Yeah, like honestly, no, just no, Colin. Like I say, it won't end well for you if I find you and speak about this to you face to face. And and Nick says, "Well, thanks for paint, painting the clearer picture, Godfather. I had no idea that parrot backstory." Yeah, and that is true. Look, very quickly, younger kids that come through the system, Philip, or, or come through to teams, and it doesn't have to be Ireland, England as well, or Italy, or whatever. They do get mixed up in the run. They can get mixed up in the run crowd because of what they, because of who they are associated with. You look at Maradona, went to Napoli, and look what all what he got caught up in because yeah, yeah. he was Diego Maradona. Um, yeah. think... fair, they're an easy target. They're an easy target. Mm. They're, on, they're, on a big, they're probably earning mm. 50 times what they're earning through a, a normal job at their age. Mm. You know, I think Troy Parrott's on something like 10 to 15 grand a week at the moment, mm. which isn't huge. But, you know, what age, what guys are 20 years of age are earning that sort of money? Mm. And the, the, the hangers-on kind of gravitate to them. And unless you've got a, a good sense of sniffing out the, the genuine ones from the from the from yeah. the staff you're gonna you're gonna go along with it so i don't blame parrot so much for it but i think he, he's he's made a he probably end up going to the championship side next season yeah. or something like that, yeah um i'm just trying to get something up here hang on so i can mia can read it the column where is it now hang on um hang on. Where is <laughs> it? I'm... Yeah. <laughs> <A> football manager <laughs> I, read oh, I hope you get compensation from them, Carl. <laughs> Hit them for a compensation fee. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find that quote for you. Oh, here it is. Here it is. I found it. It says, go on. Um, I can't find the quote. Anyway, I will find it and I will bring it up before the end of the show. So Mia I can will find it and I will bring it up. Yeah. God, I think it's a grand out. Damn, Mia's gone through Liam Neeson again. <laughs> And let us know, let us know, Carl. Um, why did you get sacked from Hull then? For what happened? Did you get relegated? Did you not get promotion? Do you know what I mean? Just let us know, Carl. But in, enjoy. Well, he wasn't caught with the chairman's wife. <laughs> <laughs> now that could be a way to get rid of Daniel Levy. Philip, are you up to the? Will you accept the mission? No, no, no. No thanks. Uh, yeah. This mission, if you choose to accept it, <laughs> we're talking well, about kamikaze, like a Japanese kamikaze pilot. You never come back, <laughs> right? Um, where should we go next, Philip? Do you want to talk about the memberships? Yes, this is this is um... now. This is now. This is the crops of the show now. Why? Why we're on about this? Like, now, things I'm... are bad enough. Yeah, well, I got an email about three days ago. I think you got the same email as well, Philip. Yeah. I don't know if one of us can bring it up, um, if you can, or yeah, what I'm it just... was anyway. It, it, it was it was to say that your membership's up for renewal. Now, mm. our memberships have gone up. It cost me €50 Euro last year for a full-season membership for the Hotspur membership. This year, I have to pay €61 Euro for a full Hotspur membership. Now, I cannot afford a season ticket, and if I got a season ticket anyway, it wouldn't be worth for me because I live in Ireland. So I get a membership so I can get over to see the games I want to get. Mm -hmm. 
But times are tough. Food prices are high. Energies are high. Food prices are going up. We've got the war in Ukraine, which is putting um, energy prices through the roof. People are finding it hard out there. Yeah, now, most... Yeah, okay. So most clubs are keeping their prices the same or decreasing them a little bit just to help the, the people out because they're finding it tough. Not Mr. Levy and not Tottenham. What did they do? They increase our memberships. Now, Philip, look, we 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 it costs us enough to get from Ireland to England anyway yeah. to go and watch a match. Yeah. So you if see- you put in you put in the plane fare, the ticket we have to pay for, yeah. then the drinks when we get there, or if you're not drinking some food, whatever. You're looking at nearly three, four hundred euro just for a yeah. day. Yeah. So, see, yeah, go on. No, I think, and the problem is, more, a lot of one Hotspur members like ourselves, and there's probably guys living in Thailand, New Zealand, Australia, Japan, that are one Hotspur members, and they have no chance of getting to a match, right? So, they're being charged extra 20% on average, right, for the privilege of being a one Hotspur member. And are they ever going to do any of the following, right? Are they going to get priority booking access to our exciting new karting experience? Hang on, hang on, Philip. I'll bring it up here. I've got it on the screen here. Here we go. Yeah, there you are. So there's the thing. I mean, most of those things you won't be able to use. Okay. What I like best is designated 15% discount days in the Spurs shop or online, right? Uh, special offers on discounts from our partners. There is nothing in there that justifies a 20% roughly increase in the price of your membership, mm-hmm. right? It's not as if the membership's costing any extra. No. It's exactly the same as last year. The fact they're giving you a fiver off a Spurs shirt, which is vastly overpriced anyway. Mm. Um, you know, they probably buy the shirts for 15 euro, 15 quid, and sell them for 70. Mm. Um, it's it's an absolute joke. People's mortgages are going through the roof. Cost of living is going through the roof. People cannot afford this. And for the club to come along and announce this in the week that we probably lose out on European football is absolutely criminal. Is there anybody in that PR department that has a, jo- has a clue what they're doing? Because it seems to me they're walking around like headless chickens with their head up their arse. I'm just I fed mean, up this- with it. This is the best bit at the end. Access to a Money Can't Buy One Hotspur Moments program includes a chance to meet the players and go behind the scenes at the club. Oh, wow. absolutely wonderful. Oh, yeah. wow, we. I really want that. So I can go and yeah. punch Eric Dyer in the nose for being a knobhead. Um, yeah, what I'd love is I'd also like um, is a priority window to purchase a match ticket and exclusive access to buy on the, on the club's official ticket exchange. That's fine. What if you're living in New Zealand? Is that any good to you? Not a bit. No. Mia, from somebody that lives in England, right, who doesn't live too far from from Tottenham, well, about a couple of hours, I take it on the train ride, right? What's your thought of all this for the fans like myself and Philip and Dave and Jack and Nick in America or people in Europe or or Thailand? What's your thinking on this? It's absolutely criminal, isn't it? Ryan McFarlane puts it perfectly they treat us fans with such contempt the the thing is what i don't understand is that um, a lot of the clubs in england in the premier league have actually increased their ticket prices where we didn't but then we're take giving with one hand and taking with the other do you know what i'm saying like it doesn't make sense to do that because it just makes them look really bad by doing that so that's why i don't understand why they made this big hoo-ha about freezing the ticket prices you know 
and then do that. It just, yeah, it doesn't really make much sense in my in my opinion. Yeah, ticket prices are already the highest in the country anyway, so you know there wasn't much. I can see why they didn't raise I, them. I do understand. I understand that fit, but if you look at all the other clubs, have raised them by quite a bit. Like they've all raised them, and like that's a, the regular thing for people to do. Like that's what yeah. they regularly do. So I'm not saying that obviously they should have. Um, not, I'm not disagreeing with them freezing the prices, and obviously we've got high ticket prices. But what I'm trying to say is, it just makes no sense to do that, and then just say, by the way, the one Hotspur memberships are going up. You know, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like well, that makes sense. Can I give you an example here? I've just looked at Bayern Munich's season ticket prices. Now, Bayern Munich are one of the most successful clubs in Europe. They've got one of the best stadiums in Europe, second only to our own. I would say. I haven't been in it once. They have 38,000 season tickets available. The have a stand. They have a designated standing area. You can buy a standing, a standing area season ticket for Bayern Munich for 145 euros, and you can buy a seated standing ticket for 350 euros. Mm. Now compare that to what Spurs are charging. It's buttons. I mean, you look at there, Philip. The 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 the, the put it into a nice little bow. Fifteen. £15 or £20 welcome gift voucher to spend on our online shop, right? An yeah. increase of €5. Wowee. A new £15 gift voucher to be used on a visitor attraction, such as Stadium Tour, the Dare Skywalk, or the Edge, adult members only. Wowee. Priority yeah. booking, as you said, and this is the best bit. Priority booking access to our exciting new karting experience, the world's first in-stadium electric karting facility, and partnership with Formula One coming soon. We come from Ireland to Tottenham, right? We haven't got a time to scratch our bloody backsides before we have to get there, go and see a game, and get back to the airport to get plane back home. Yeah, we won't right. have time to go go karting. No, unless you go for the night before or stay a night, which is going to add two two hundred quid yeah. to cost your ticket, you know. And so, uh, yeah, no, you're quite right there. You're quite right. And um, uh, there's something else I was going to say there about the, the um... oh yeah, you see the ten ten, 10 quid off uh, uh, buying something online. Then yeah. they'll charge you 10 quid postage. So you don't really save anything on the item itself. No. You know? So it's... I, it's, it's ridiculous. And they put all this as saying, this is why we're increasing it. Yeah. But no it's ridiculous. It's, it's not... It's not I mean, uh, did they, did, does Levy think, or do Enid think, or do people in the club think we're mugs? Seriously. Well, what's needed there is, you need to have... I don't know how many one hotspur members there are. But you need about twenty-five to thirty percent of them not to renew, and then that will sell the club. I have seen cases where people have refused to renew. Now I'm like a mug. I'm going to renew it because I, I want to see a game next season. But there are people that will not renew it. Can't afford to renew it, and it's it's, it's terrible. I mean, at the end of the the start, they said the money on the thirtieth of the month, right? Mm. End of the month is when most people's mortgages come out of their account. Yeah. You know, it's it's no, it's just terrible. terrible. Yeah, I mean, Nick says here, Mia, been supporting Spurs since 2012, been a member eight years in a row, up to 2023. I cannot, and I'm not, I cannot, in good conscience, good conscience renew for yeah. next season. And Nick, I'd say you're not the only one. I say there's thousands of people staying exactly so, the same. Um, yeah, and also, um, David Clark, I've cancelled my one hotspur membership. Leave your email me that if I cancel it, then I would lose my place in queue for a season ticket. We'll never get it back. Well, leave it. You know where to put it. The yeah. thing is, I don't think I think that like none of us are defending it. To be fair, like yeah. we not like I say, I find it just 
incomprehensible. Like, I just don't get it. I don't understand why they would do such a silly thing because it just looks silly after they said big thing about we've frozen the prices of the tickets. And then just to do that, it's just, yeah, it's silly, isn't it? Really, really yeah. silly. Um, I don't know what Tequila's saying here. I'll, I'll tell you what he's saying because basically they said the reason that um, Romero weren't in the team yet was because he's uh, yesterday because he was taken by me, and I said I haven't taken him yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, lovely. Um, Concentrating the search in the Dover area. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, if you are listening, Romero, um, and um, Mia's address will be emailed to you privately um, through private messenger. And um, we won't see Mia for about three months. Uh, is, is that not um, some, I can hear someone banging on the door in Mia's house. Let me out. Let me out. <laughs> yeah. That's... Shh. It's in the basement. Stop saying, Philip. For goodness yeah. sake, it's in my secrets away. <laughs> She's even got Eric Dyer there, but she doesn't want no people to know about that. Um... <laughs> oh, Eric Dyer will be going in the boat somewhere. I'll put him on a little uh, dinghy in the sea. Down. I'll chuck him out at Dover. I'll just chuck him out there. Yeah, Once yeah. We won't be going down that conversational route because that's a bit that's a bit controversial at the moment. Oh, I didn't mean it like that. I just meant I obviously off the beach because I, I can just let him stay in a, a little yeah. boat. He can be yeah. in that. I know what you're saying. Ellie's saying here, just call in. Yeah, Ellie, call Ellie in. says, Damn. yeah, do you want to read this out, Philip? Go on. Yeah, Ellie's saying, I've made, I'm making that call to voice my disgruntled views on the One Hearts for Membership Rise as when I called Friday, called, and they had closed the lines. Well, that looks to me as if they're, they're inundated with complaints, and maybe that's why they just shut the lines down, mm. which is sad, really, because people might have a gen, might have a complaint, might have a, a query that they want answered now they can't get through because of the complaints that are coming in. And why are the complaints coming in? Because you put the price up. Mm. Uh, look, I, I think it's Mr. Levy gone fucking mad here, to be fair. I think he, he just he's so they're so disconnected from the fan base, Philip and Mia. Yeah, that's that's it. Uh, that's total disconnection. They, they no, should be actually they should be saying, right, lads, because this season has been so disappointing, because we have three managers, because we're not going to qualify for Europe, we're going to reduce the one hot spell membership by a fiver. That will cause such good feeling around the fan base. Hmm. Instead of this mess. By putting it up by twenty percent and causing nothing but aggro, yeah. it's total misreading the situation and disconnect, as you say. Mayor, where where do you want to see the club to do? There's going to be a backlash, but look, at the end of the day, myself and Philip will have to pay it because we want to go and see matches next season. Um, there's people across the world are going to have to pay it. Do you know, is it a thing of that Levy and Enoch think, well, look, we're going to increase it, but people are going to pay it anyway. And if they don't pay it, and if they do make a stand, there's going to be somebody else come in and pay it to take their place. Yeah, I think so, that's the thing, isn't it? We don't know how many members there are, but yeah. um, I suppose that's kind of like they kind of know they've kind of got you held over a barrel, isn't it, in a way? Mm. And that's not good, but it is like, it is what it is with that. And they, and they probably do know that, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Peter Rem says, um, it's not just Spurs. The whole Premier League's becoming a huge cash machine, totally dejected from its fans. Yeah. Philip, look, we we can we all can remember three of us, the old First Division, the old, you know, before the Premier League. Yeah. Do you think the Premier League has a lot to answer for for what we're what we're seeing now in football? I think the Sky, the Sky TV money is more to answer for, to be honest. But that's and Sugar has a lot to say for that as well, by the way. Sorry? 
Alan Sugar has an awful lot to say. Yeah, because well, Alan Sugar, Alan Sugar was one of the. Uh, you know the story. I just to diverse slightly. Mm. There was actually, there wasn't universal um, approval for the Sky deal whenever it, whenever the Premiership started. But Alan Sugar, uh, because Amstrad supplied all the Sky dishes at the at the time, so that's why he was so, so much in favour of us, you know. But the, the Sky money has really caused a problem here. I mean, I think doesn't don't they call you know the the championship game is coming up now between Luton and uh, Coventry. Mm. That game is worth a hundred million quid to the winning team, right? Now that that that's that's the money they will earn being in the Premiership. And that is obscene compared to what was going around in 1992. Uh, it's, the money, the, the, we haven't met the comment there, but they being detached. It's totally right. The sky money has caused a total detachment. It's business as business, not football. Spurs are probably one of, I wouldn't say every club in the Premiership is the same boat, but I'd say a good few of them are Manchester City, Man United, all the bigger clubs. It's, it's the, 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 the mighty dollar is all that's been thought about here. It's not the, how, how are we going to keep our fans happy? Um, are we going to um, keep the prices down low? Are we going to reduce the prices? Are we going to keep the price of a pint at such and such in the state? That'll be the next thing now. You'll find the price of the pint in the stadium will go up another year, another quid the next yeah. season. It'll be kind of put in stealthily. So money is the root of the problem in football at the minute. Mm. And uh, profit over success, the way I put it. Yeah, I'm probably rambling a bit there, but you know what I'm coming No, from. no, look, look, look. For me, look, for me, Alan Sugar went over to a phone box to ring Sky up. Yeah, and to say, look, this is what's happening. Blow them out of the water. Yeah, exactly. That was, that was, and look, football now is a multi-billion is a business, and this is where the Super League comes into it, and you, all the other clubs have got richer. Mia, do you think? The football fans have been forgotten. And it's now it's all about corporate. It's all about businessmen and suits. It's all about the prawn. As Roy Keane once said, the prawn sandwich brigade. I think what the problem is, is there's so much money in football now that it has to be that way because it is just like that. Like um, that uh, David Clark just put in, um, Arsenal have raised theirs by 5%, Liverpool by 2%. You know, it is just a money game nowadays. Brighton by 4%. It really is like mm. just a money game, um, look, unfortunately. I'm going to bring up your comments too, David, because you're making a very good point. I think he's saying like Brighton are gone up four percent, I think, in their ticket prices. Arsenal are up five percent. Um, Liverpool have put a two percent rise. Peter Rem makes look. This is something that um I actually need to speak to you this week about the Ireland game, Philip. Not everyone knows. Um, I have a thing called a degenerative disc disease, which means my discs are crumbling in my back. Which now means that I'm I walk, try not to, but I do walk with a with a walking stick now, and I do have a wheelchair, as and when I need it, when my back gets bad. Now I have to go for an operation to get my back fused to fix the problem, which is a long time down the road. But I I'm going to the Ireland game, and I know full well I don't think I'd be able to make it up to where we're going to sit up and where we've got our season tickets, and I have to think. Do I have to, do you know, with Aviva, we looked last night, there is disabled points around the the um, Aviva that me and my companion, which would have to be one of you, will come and sit, with, come in with me to watch the match. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm very stubborn, so I will try to go up to the steps. But there's people like Peter M. As a disabled fan, the only way I can watch football is now is on TV. 
but the price of Sky and BT Sports subs is prohibitive for many people. Premier League should 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 have live games on terrestrial TV again. Philip, look, I, I'm this is something very close to my heart. As a disabled with my back, I know what it's like getting into places, even going shopping. It's very difficult sometimes. If I'm doing the quick shop in with the walking stick, it's very hard to carry everything at one go. And I have to make sure everything is balanced because I don't want to hurt my back. Do you think there should be more live games on normal TV? Like years yeah. ago, there used to be Formula One on the BBC. There used to be football on IT. There used to be the big match, didn't it? Or match of the day live on the BBC. Mm -hmm. And I apologise if you can hear shout next door. It's, it's my neighbours. Um, do you agree with Peter that there should be more TV, on, more free-to-air football? Or more free-to-air sport? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely do. And I sympathise. I completely sympathise with them as well. Um because uh, it's, unfortunately, it's not going to happen. Now, you might get a, maybe one week during the season, someone like BT might show free-to-air games. Sky showed a few of them this season on one of their free channels, all right? Yeah. But you will never get the really, really bottom end of the season games, cup finals or semi-finals or important matches free. They're going to be kept for the, the, the high. Uh, it's very unfair. I mean, the guy's subscription keeps going up as well. I mean, it's... Mm. I wouldn't let you tell you what I'm paying every month to it. It's, it's, it's a lot, you know. And uh, but but I do it because I don't know why I do it. To be honest with you, I don't I don't want to go down the route of doing an IPTV where you can get caught for you know being no. technically illegal. Yeah. So yeah, I, I sympathise, but I, I don't see that it changing anytime soon because no. uh, as we talked about earlier, soccer is now a cash cow. There's money to be mm -hmm. made, and the likes of Sky will coin it, and they don't really care about the ordinary man on the street. And for anyone that's got an, in, an invalid, invalidity, uh, like Dermot, I've sympathised with your situation. I know I've sat in the seat next to yours at the Aviva Stadium. Mm. And I've, as I've said to you, you're going to have great difficulty getting up there because it's literally a vertical climb. It's so high up. You know um, how I struggled the last time we went. Sure, we're right. I know, I've been there with you already. I know, I know what it's like. And we're even mm. higher up than we were that last time. So, you know. You, you damn, need to get damn. hands on to get your disabled access sorted uh, out. That, damn, damn, damn you. Damn you, Aviva, and damn you, the FAI. Right. Mia, <laughs> Philip knows where I'm going. Damn you, Joe. What's his name again, that fella? Who, who, John Delaney. John Delaney, damn you. Mia, look, I want to bring it back to Levy. Do you feel with Sky and with the money that's been pumped into the football now that the likes of a Daniel Levy or Mike Ashley or the Glazers and people like that just see football now as an investment instead as like a Jack Walker or Martin Edwards at Man United or the old Liverpool owners or even our old owners before um, Scholar, before Alan Sugar, that they saw football as... The more we put into it, the more competitions we win, the more money we're going to get out of it. But now it's the the more commercial we do, the more money we're going to have. Football doesn't matter. Do you think Sky has has also brought that into our game? Yeah, it is a massive. Again, um, Sky have made it that way. Mm. Um, and it's not good, is it? Like that it has turned out in mm. to, to be that way. But again, it's just because if we if we don't do the things we do commercially, then we're mm -hmm. going to miss out. So, like, 
you know, it's hard, isn't it? Because you want to be part, you don't want to miss out on those um, avenues of, of money. So the club has to sort of do it. It's just like all clubs um, are now getting more like involved with trying to make other streams of money. Because even Man City, I think, are going to start yeah. going ahead and, and doing more things at their at their stadium, you know? So, yeah, yeah. It's, it, is, it is just one of those because now it's happened. It's like we can't take it back. It's a bit like the internet. You can't take the internet back. Some of the things that now go on on the internet, it's just like you didn't think when you first got internet that's going to happen, but here we are and we can't take it back. And Philip, look, what's your final thought on this before we move on to the, on to our favourite subject is the manager Um, business. Yeah, I mean, it's it's money talks, bullshit walks and uh, the fan is the last person they're thinking of, I'm afraid. They don't care. Can I just... Quick, give a quick update here. Uh, Evan Ferguson has scored again for Brighton. There's two goals in the game. They're two nil up in Southampton. But the one yeah. that affects us more at the moment is Leeds are now losing two one to to West Ham, which means Leeds are going to be two points behind Everton if they should they lose, and Everton have the the goal differences are almost identical. It's it's going to be incredibly tight who stays up. Now, ne- level, but I'm just thinking about a game next week against Leeds. Yeah. It could be a very, well, very difficult one. Yeah, next week we're actually not going to do what well, we're going to do around the grounds, aren't we? Because we're going to keep an eye on the relegation. We're going to keep an eye on the relegation things because everything mm. else is going to be sorted out as far as I think by then. Like at the minute, there are four teams, uh, four teams of uh, trying to avoid two relegation places. There's Leicester, Forest, Leeds, the safe, oh, three teams. Sorry, three teams. Yeah, Everton, Forest, Leeds, and Leicester. Yeah, Forest, Everton, Leeds, and Leicester. If Leicester Forest win tomorrow. If Leicester win tomorrow, do they go a point behind Everton? If Leicester win tomorrow, they go uh, level on points with Everton, right? And uh, with a better goal difference. But Leicester are playing away to Newcastle. Can you actually see them winning? You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. so tight. It's so tight. This Leeds, is the last. So go on, Philip. Leeds, Leeds, Leeds are looking the most vulnerable at the moment, mm. to be honest. How, yeah, anyway. Well, look, we're going on to the last bit, and this is the bit. You know, manager latest, what to believe and what is bull. Beep. Philip, what do we believe? Oh, it's hard to believe anything. I mean, like this is my again, I'm gonna jump on my, my soapbox again here and attacking lazy journalism. I mean, some of the if you if you went down through social media over the last couple of days, you could have anything up to eight or nine managers mm. supposedly just about to take over at Spurs. Mm. Now, where are they getting this from? I'd say maybe one or two of them have probably got something accurate. The rest of them are just making it up to, mm. uh, as a strap line to sell a few papers. I mean, at mm-hmm. the moment, like last night we heard that the Nagelsmann deal was back on again. I don't believe that for a minute. I think he's gone. I think it's going to be either um, 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 slot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, think I think it's going to be slot. That's <laughs> what I think he's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um I, I, of course, that will depend on which director of football comes in. But there were just so many people jumping on the bandwagon and saying, oh, it's going to be him, it's going to be him, it's going to be him. Mm. And I even saw uh, that Lewis Enrique now, is, was, is, is, according to one of the papers, is one of the favourites. Yeah. I mean, no. no. I think it's got to be slot. And I just wish... that like, see, The thing is, the, the club is not going to say anything until no. they're still dusted. So where are these people getting the information from? You know, are they making it up or is there moles in the club? Yeah. I mean, Mia, look. Um, look, 
what do you want to see? Do you think the club have to come out with something to say, look, this is who we're talking to. This is what's happening. Is this the problem of Levy and Enoch not being more talkative to the fans, not giving the fans up to up to up to breath? Not at all, because I don't think that any club does that. What club comes out and says we're looking at this manager and that manager? Nobody does it, Dermot. Mm. So it's like a really unrealistic expectation to expect that to happen. And the fact is, we've just got all understand that don't read, don't believe everything you read, which I think all of us should always take on board anyhow with any part of um, what you read in the papers to be honest I don't believe everything I read and when it comes to any part of the like life not just football so for me I think we just have to be a bit like look at the sources look who's coming out with things that we could probably trust a bit more and trust them sources you know that's what I would say personally um I want to say a big shout out to David Clark he says a shout out to my younger son Benny and his wife Isabel they went to London yesterday and took part in the walk for cancer 24 miles. Started at half 11 last night and finished about half seven yeah, this morning. Well, fair dues to them. Um, it, it is the biggest yeah. It is the biggest killer in the world and it does affect everyone. I mean, I lost just lost my mother-in-law not so long ago. Uh be two months now next week from, from cancer. So I, I know what it's like and yeah. I'm sure everyone... And their family has, so yeah, yeah. My my father died of it as well, and I've had it myself, so I know what it's like. Um, so big up, David, and I hope Ben and Isabel fair play to you, and I hope you hope you hope you're okay, and I hope you're not feeling too much of the effects today. But I hope you get a good rest. But big up, David, and yeah, big up to your to your youngest son and his wife Isabel. Big up to you. Um, uh, Philip, look. Daniel Levy is a lot of things, right? But when it comes to picking managers, that is not his biggest strength, is it, to be fair? Mm, you now, his, I, I want to go through the list of these managers, right? Now, he took over in 2001. Alan, George Graham was Alan Sugar's last manager. Now, I want to give them out of 10, all right? And I'm going to go one to one. So one to you, Philip, one to you, me, all right? Philip, you, George Graham. Out of his, how do you think he did as a manager? And out of ten, what would you give him? He won us a trophy, which is a rarity. I forgot to put that. I forgot to put that next to him. Actually, yeah. Well, uh, you know, I know he was an ex-gooner, and I mean, he was about as popular as a dog turd on your shoe when he came to the club. But uh, I would say I'd give him a seven because you know he did nothing wrong. The fact that he he, he was a victim of the changeover of ownership whenever uh, it happened. Levy wanted an ex-Spurs player in, and that's what happened. Yeah. Mia, Glenn Hoddle, ex-Spurs hero. Me and, me and Ellie's yeah. hero. I love Glenn, man. Like, I think I think that there was that sentimentality a little bit, wasn't there, with Glenn Hoddle um, and why we obviously brought him in. Um, what was we like in that time period? We weren't particularly great, were we? Let's be honest. Right. So... As far as him being what he like actually did as the, a manager, not great, but because he, I just have that sentimental feeling with Glenn, so I'd have to give him a six because I love Glenn. He did get us to a League Cup final. He um, did. Where we lost to Blackburn. But we lost, yeah. We lost. Um, story of Tottenham's finals and semi-finals. Um, did have that. He, he did, I don't know. George Graham, I'd give probably an eight too because he won this trophy. Glenn Hoddle, I'd give a seven. Philip, what would you give Glenn Hoddle? 
Um, and his time and manager. Um, probably a six. Mm. Let's just say the say never go back, and probably was true in Hoddle's case. A, a legend as a footballer, not quite as a manager. Yeah, and do you know what? Daniel Levy sacked George Graham a week before an FA Cup semi-final against Arsenal. Yeah, history does repeat itself then. Yeah. Now, guys, Jack Santini. He was only there for a few games, to be fair. <laughs> Who uh, wants to start Jack Santini? You know, I can't even remember what he did, so just give him a four. <laughs> Mia? Yeah, I'm probably going to give him a four as well. Three and a half. Yeah. Four. <laughs> um, very, very quickly, um, very quickly, um, Wayne Bonners, both my parents have had cancer scares. My brother last Tesco, so it's a big, big, big up to David Clarkson yeah. and daughter in law. Yeah, big up. Um, Wayne Bonners says, I like George Graham as manager. He was he was unfortunate yeah. to get screwed in the table. Yeah. yeah, tequila and is that, given the man in the overcoat. He was known as remember, they, they never they yeah. never called his name, they called him the man in the overcoat. Yeah, um, tequila five out of six. Um, Tequila says Santini ten for comedy value. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Right. Now, um, oh yeah, and now Martin Yo. Now look, Philip. I want to say this out now. The way Levy sacked him at halftime was an absolute fucking disgrace. It was disgusting. Yeah. I remember watching that game on 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 television and hearing Martin Yo's name being yeah. being. Sung around the stadium, there's only one Martin Yo. That knew how could you go down at half time and sack a manager during a European game? How it's, sick it's, in the head do you have to be? Or Dan Rout's know, stupid. If, if there was ever a night that De Daniel Levy lost Tottenham, that was the night. Yeah. Because Martin Yo was loved by the fans. And it's, te it's testament to the, the, the character of the guy. He still loves Tottenham. Mm. Now, if I was treated the way he was by Daniel Levy, I'd be castigating him. I'd be doing a, what you call him, uh, what you call your man on TalkSport, uh, Jason Cundy. I'd be doing the Jason Cundy on him. Hammering Spurs every chance he gets. He doesn't. Yeah. Martin Yall comes back to the club. He loves Spurs. That was the day, that was the time um, Levy troubles began, if you ask me, mm. when he sacked Martin Yall. And to do it during a match, I doubt it's ever been done before. You know, these are the the way to the final whistle. Yeah, Mia, what look this thing at halftime? It was disgusting, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely disgusting. And I've got a I've got a soft spot for Martin Joe. You know, like the kind of guy he was as well. Like he was just such a nice. He was that really charismatic personality. Um, and I just really liked him, man. And it was awful what happened to him. Like awful. And I yeah, I like him. It was the song, the Susie Crotro song. I love rock and roll. I love Martin Yo. Yeah, I love that. I found that on YouTube. I actually will find it and I'll play it at the end of the stream. That song, it was very good. Like um, we've got Martin Wayne Bonner here with the super chat. Yo was good, was God. He got screwed big time. Yeah, big up, Wayne. Yeah. Thank you so much for the super chat. Do you want to say anything to Wayne for the super chat? Um, Philip. Yeah, thanks, Wayne, for that. And absolutely agree with your sentiments. Y'all was God. He got screwed big time. And and just point of order, Dermot, it wasn't Susie Quattro. It was Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. That, oh, was that it? Said, I thought it was Susie. Why did I think uh, Susie Quattro? Yeah, it's a bit like Susie Quattro, but no. Uh, no, Matt, Wayne, you're absolutely right about Martin Y'all. I mean, he was um, 
he, he gave Spurs an identity after after uh, Santini's debacle. Yeah, and uh, hated to see the guy go. I remember I was I was actually driving that and I listened to the game on the radio in the car, and I couldn't believe the commentary that could not believe what was happening when the world came through. He says this can't be happening. This is this is it's not April Fool, but uh, not April the first by any means. This is mm. dreadful. So Martin Yall to me is will always be a legend. Yeah. Look, yeah. thank you, Wayne Bonner, for the Mia. Do you want to say anything to Wayne for the super chat? Thank you very much for your support. Always appreciated. Yeah, thank and you. if you do want to be like Wayne and you want to get ahead of the the, the chat, do put it into a super chat. Look, I know times are hard out there, and we do try to bring up, um, we do try to bring up um, people's comments. We do, and we try to read them out as best we can. Sometimes the the chat gets mad, like it has been the last few days. And so we do try our very best, but if you, it does help the channel grow and it does help us, as Philip says, get more because we're trying to up, we're trying to up the level of the channel for next season and really try to go with the big games guns. So thank you so much indeed. Look, just a bit more on Martin Yo, Philip and Mia. Um, look, did Martin Yo lay the foundations for what is what was to come, especially under the Harry Redknapp and Pochettino eras? Yeah. Yeah, he got us consecutive European place, didn't he, to mm. go into Europe consecutively. So yeah, he definitely started it. Um, started something definitely. I liked him a lot. Like I say, mm. massive fan. Yeah. Ellie's given Santini one for turning up for work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, big up, uh, Peter Remy. You all know how I feel about Yal Sacken. It was the first Enoch manager to give us a real shout at Champions League. He and Carrick and Berbatov sold under. Yeah, that is so true. Could you think that Jack, Santi Jack Santini just turned up and just wondered where if he was supposed to be here or not? He just looked up, shrugged his shoulders, and looked around. And was like, am I meant to be here? <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, did he come? With, did Martin Yell come with Jack Santini? Was he um, assistant manager? Yeah, I'm just actually looking that up here now. Spare me for a second. Anyway, while while Philip's checking that up, we go to we go to Ronde Ramos, the Spaniard man from Spain, who won us a try. Now I have got this mixed up. Martin Yo did not win us the League Cup. It was Ramos, so I do apologise. I've got the wrong manager with the wrong. Yeah, player. Ramos won us the League Cup. Yeah, yeah I know. I, I've got it here. Martin Yo won us the League Cup. It was actually Ramos. So can I just make that? Yeah, clear? he got. He was given a job as a coach under Jack Santini after yeah. being recruited by Frank Arneson. Yeah. yeah, he was the director of football, wasn't he? Who didn't last too long either. Mia, Mr. Ramos, what do you think of his time in charge at Tottenham Hotspur? Interesting, I suppose. Um, <laughs> yeah, interesting is what I would probably he, say. He won us a trophy, and he, yeah. he barely speak any English, isn't that right? He was, he was very little I think English. So. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, he won us the trophy, which is it, obviously a that's something that we obviously are happy we won a trophy but that trophy gets forgotten about a lot like it's not really like that really it's not like it 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 made any difference it didn't propel us any further did it you know what i'm saying so like it was a bit of a yeah he won us a trophy like, we got to the final the following year do you remember when we got well, yeah. was it the final following year the year after we were yeah, beating we on penalties no with the following year following year yeah yeah mm. Sant um condom says santini was on the work placement <laughs> And Wayne says, Oh, did Santini yeah. you know what I mean by that? Yeah. And Wayne Bonner says, Oh, did Santini turn up? <laughs> yeah. And then Aussie 12 said, won us a trophy and nearly got us relegated. That's when he was sacked. Yeah. Then 
Um, Mr. Yeah. Harry Redknapp come in with his brown paper, well, dodgy Harry, as we like to call him. Yeah. Now, for me, Harry, well, sorry, what was your out of 10 for Martin Yell, Philip and Mia? Very oh, quickly, nine sorry. out of 10. Nine out of 10. Mia? Uh, eight. Uh, I, I, seven and a half, actually. No, I, I'm going to agree with Philip. Nine. I think for Rambo, Rande Ramos, I'll give him a seven for winning us a trophy. I'll give him a six, win the cup. Yeah, five and a half. Now, Mr. Harry Redknapp, dodgy Harry, East End Harry, who loves his who loves his roly poly from Sandra, who keeps cooking him from since we found out on I'm a celebrity, get me out of here that he loved a bit of roly poly. Um <laughs> keep it clean, Derma, keep it clean. That was clean. Roly poly is an East End <laughs> jam. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mia would have taken it in that direction. It's a good job didn't say. I was going to say, lucky didn't like spotted dick. Then we really would be in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) It's a dessert. Uh, You can get tablets for that. You can get tablets for it. Yeah. (laughs) Do you you know what? I'll tell you one thing. (laughs) If we ever did an adult-only show where anything goes, I'll tell you, it'll be... We'll get a thousand views. We'll do one during the summer. We'll do one during the close season. Yeah, we will do Oh, anyway, Harry Redknapp, Dadgy Harry, with his bit of brown paper bags, apparently. Um, now, he said to Dave and, and Ollie that Joe Lewis is the problem, not Daniel Levy. Yeah. yeah. Now, Harry did a great job, got us in the Champions League and everything, but his exit, Philip, wasn't the greatest exit. He sort of pissed Levy off. Now, do you want to explain yet. people a little bit why he was sacked in the end, and it wasn't ready for how Tottenham were playing. No, he was touting for the England job, which was free at the time, apparently. And he made it known that he wanted the England job. I think it got up Levy's nose. That's my reading of it, anyway. But my, if I could just go back a little bit, I remember the, with very alarming clarity the night Harry Redknapp took over at Tottenham. Mm. We were bottom of the league, and I mean bottom of the league, in two, October 2008. And we played Bolton the next day. Yeah. And we beat Bolton. I think Tom Huddleston scored the winner. Mm. And that was the start of the Red Nap regime. And we went from strength to strength there. Uh, it was always a bit of a, <laughs> you know, when I see Harry Redknapp, I always think of Del Boy and Only Fools and Horses. It's kind of the same kind of, you know, Flash Harry's are the guy from the East End of London type of thing, you know? And, uh, but I mean, great character. And, I mean, although when it was mentioned that he wanted to come back this time you know, to look after things before the new manager, I, I definitely said no because I think he's out of the game too long. But for the four years, it was it was a roller coaster ride. The four years he was with Tottenham. Remember the, the night up at Manchester in two thousand and nine? Yeah, when he qualified for the Champions League. Or two thousand and ten, maybe it was. You remember I mean, the four all? Simon David, David Bentley poured a bucket of water over him in the, yeah. in the interview room afterwards, you know? <laughs> did, 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 did you remember the four-all draw with Arsenal we had? David Bentley scored that blinder. Or was it Lennon that got the equaliser? I, I also remember the uh, the four-all with Villa. The mm. night we became um, 125 years old. Yeah. Although, that was that actually under Harry Redknapp? No, it mightn't have been. No, I, think I that, don't that think was it was under Martin actually. Yelda. Not all, yeah. I remember yeah. that for all as well. But you know, um, Harry, the great guy, loved him the bits. I see managing the Spurs team that played in that charity match last week. Mm. We won seven one. He's having great yeah. banter with the with the with the players, you know. Yeah. Mia, I got a great Harry Redknapp story, but look, what do you think of what do you remember of old Harry? 
We do. He's like he's you like know, club, he's like the club's granddad, isn't he? Really? Yeah, I was about to say he's more like an uncle. He's like that crazy uncle that always has got a really good story. You know, a good like a Londoner. He's always got a, a story to tell. I love Harry. They're saying he's just such a lovely guy, and I think what he did with for us in eighteen months to get us to the Champions League was absolutely phenomenal. And I think a lot of people forget that he actually did do that, and that was a massive achievement. Like you say, when he come in and we were just down and out, and I remember that very clearly because in two thousand. 8 October I was near to giving birth to my son so that's like something obviously reminds me very I'm very clear on that because I remember it very well um did that bring on the labor did that bring on the labor um, it could have it could have it could have been that's why the, the baby was just like no you've got to come I've had enough now of your your crazy what's going on with you um yeah no it was yeah no it was obviously um it was really good times and we enjoyed the football as well, didn't we? Let's be honest, like we enjoyed watching Tottenham again. It was good to watch. So he gave us that really nice feeling. And I just, yeah, I love Harry. Harry, Harry I want Harry to be my mate. I want him to come around for dinner with, with him and these missus and have a good chat. I'd love it. Yeah. 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 Um, and he says, we did lose to Man United on penalties in the next year yeah. of the Champions League. Um Spotted Dick Ellie says I came across I came across in lots of calves. Well, that's interesting. Um, I wonder how you found that out. I'd like to know which calves Ellie are going to. Uh, West yeah, Ham, she yeah, wants in yeah, Amsterdam. Um, West Ham three one leads for fans going and, home. And briefly, Southampton were back to two each with Brighton, but both just allowed for offside. So it's two one now. And Peter Ram says Harry was actually a trainee with Spurs when he was a kid. Yeah, before he went to West Ham, yeah. 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 Now, the, 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 the funny, and big up to Eugene as well, so hi, big everyone, hashtag leave you out, big up Eugene, hope you're doing well. So, look, funny Harry Redknapp story, Um, what was it now? It was in my head. Oh, yeah, Harry was trying to sell a player from Portsmouth to Man City, right? And he, he, do you remember the fella called Benji? Philip, he used to play for Portsmouth. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, he didn't want to leave Portsmouth, did he? So Sven Goran's absence to Man City manager, so he's trying, he's paid over the odds for Benji, right? And Harry Radnapp's thinking, look, he's paying double the money. Let's go. He chased him all day to get him on this plane to go to Manchester. It's so funny. Harry Redknapp's stories are so fucking brilliant. Yeah, they really are. Then Harry was sacked. I remember that night very well. I was coming home from the pub. I came in, put on Sky Sport News. Um, Harry Redknapp has been sacked from Spurs. And I remember being deflated and sad. How could they come on? Don't be, come on, Harry, come back. And then they bring in um, Tim Sherwood to the end of the season. And then they bring in AVB. Now, I have never felt so underwhelmed by an appointment as a manager, like I probably am feeling with slot. But Mia, what was your thoughts when, when Mr. Levy said, our next Chelsea manager is going to be our new manager? Um, I wasn't impressed. The only thing that impressed me was he wasn't a bad looker. Um, but yeah, I wasn't very impressed at all, really. It wasn't saying, it just didn't give you that good feeling. After having Harry Redknapp, who loved the club, who was just such a charismatic character and a lovely guy i think avb was a bit like he come across a bit cold in my opinion like he was a bit of a, a cold character and i just don't know he didn't give me that vibe and i wasn't happy i wasn't happy 
And uh, also, what would you give for Harry Redknapp's manager around? 10 out of 10. Love me, Harry. Yeah, I give him nine. I give him 10. I'm going to agree with Mia. I don't agree with Mia really very much, but I'm agreeing with Mia on this time. Philip AVB. Pass. Bit of what can you say about his man? Pardon? Pass. Pass. Yeah, fair enough. Pass. (laughs) Fair enough. Pass. AVB. Do you you remember that TV series, Spitting Image, that was on? Yeah. We used to have a character, John Major character, was always yeah. grey faced, you know, no colour yeah. about it at all. Yeah, he got him again. There he is. Um, Tequila saying Hoddle was the next Chelsea, too. Yeah, we've gone for those ex Chelsea managers, actually. Mm, too many. Um, uh, AVB, another manager who nearly got his Champions League football in 2012 2013, then fell apart in 2013 2014. Yeah, 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 no, and then AVB. AVB's and Petersburg, as far as I know. Yeah. Then then during that season, then it was Tim Sherwood came in to take us to the end of the season. Yeah, and then Mr. then Mr. Pochettino came in from Southampton, mm. Mia's favorite manager, who wanted him back so badly. She was on every YouTube channel saying, Bring Breaking. back my bring back my Poch. I want him back so badly. Bring him back. Bring him back. Mia. <laughs> I'm going to start with you, Pochettino. Four, uh, five, uh, five years at Tottenham. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of his management time? And out of ten, what would you give his time at Tottenham? I'll probably give him like a eight and a half because I feel like that feeling was very similar mm. to what we had with a Harry Redknapp, like mm-hmm. that love and that feeling. Yeah. You know, like it feels like. Everyone gets it wrong and thinks I absolutely hate Potts. It ain't like that. It's just because I didn't want him back. Like, I just Mm -hmm. didn't because I felt like he did make mistakes. But overall, he gave us that feeling back. He played lovely football. And he just had that thing about him that you couldn't help but Mm -hmm. love him. You know, you just couldn't help but love the guy. He just had something about him that was just... Yeah, you just liked him a lot. And I think, and it just brought everybody together again. Everyone was united again. Everyone, all the mm-hmm. fans were united. And and that feeling is what everybody wanted back. And it's sentimental to that, to want that, to go back to him to get that. Because it ain't necessarily like we would have got that back if he would have come back. So that's why I didn't want him. So, and I do think he did make mistakes. Like all managers do. He wasn't perfect. A lot of people forget that he wasn't quite as perfect as people like to make out. But you yeah, I like I say, I loved Poch when he was here. I loved watching the football. It was lovely to watch. It was exciting to watch. And he gave us the best time of night ever was when we got to Champions League final. Mm-hmm. Like, no other manager has ever done that. So that feeling was out of this world. So I can't, you know, of course, I love Poch for that, man. I loved Poch when he was with us. Yeah, you just don't want him back, though, do you? No, I just don't. Listen, I loved my ex. I had two children with him, but I don't want the, I don't want him back. Same thing. <laughs> oh, Mia, I do love you for that. I, I really do. There we go, found it. Right. Okay, Philip, Mr. Pochettino? Um, yeah, I can more or less, Mia said it all. Uh, I'd give him an eight. He was he was breath of fresh air to us. Okay, he wasn't perfect, but he is. He made the odd mistake. The biggest mistake he made was playing Harry Kane in the Champions League final. He should have left Lucas Moura there. You know, yeah. who knows what would have happened. Harry wasn't fit. But, uh, no, love the guy. Again, love to see him back at the club at some stage, not just now. And I think he's an absolute idiot to go to Chelsea. I'd 
Because he won't last, he won't last six months at that circus. And what would you give him out of ten? Uh, give him eight and a half. Yeah, look, I agree with you as well, Mike. <laughs> Excuse me. Bless me. Um, I agree with you. Pochettino brought back our identity. He brought back what Tottenham Hotspur is all about. What, what, how we should be. Why the way we played. He was allowed to get rid of all the deadwood at the end of his first season, but we didn't back him. And this is the problem with Levy. You look at list all the managers, Philip, Amir. Before we get on to the final tree, you look at a Glenn Hoddle could have backed him to players he wanted to move us on. You look at a Harry Redknapp, could have backed him to the players he wanted. You look at a Martin Yo, could have backed him to get the players he wanted. And you look at Pochettino, could have backed him to get the players he wanted. There seems to be a, a, a same list of vine going through all this. It's like a tree. And the, the roots of the problem is that man at the bottom there, Mr Levy. He didn't back any of the managers, sacking the manager at half time. Didn't back Harry with the plays he wanted. Didn't back Poch with the plays he wanted. Do you know, bringing in yeah. same when he when he joined the club, I bringing in Glenn Hoddle. I want us to play the Tottenham way. He wouldn't know the Tottenham way if it bit him on the arse. People have asked him when was your first game. When I remember going with the rattles and and walking out. Yeah, what was your first game? I remember my first game. Yeah, so right. do you, Philip. So do you, yeah. here. Something that doesn't leave you. And look, for me, Pochettino was was our best chance since Keith Birkenshaw to be really successful. We didn't back him. And it... it That's it not just... why we didn't win. The reason we didn't win is on penalties or other decisions. It yeah, wasn't but... just because he wasn't backed. And that's such a narrative that people like to give, which isn't the truth. All but for a missed penalty against Man United, we would have won something. Mia, I don't and... disagree. I that don't disagree with you on fault. that. So I don't I agree say... with you. Yeah, but also he didn't back him with the place he oh, wanted. No, he didn't as well. back him. Okay, I agree with you. We didn't because we were building the stadium, and obviously that was really bad. What happened with that? I completely mm. concur with that, but I just don't like this narrative of we've never won anything down to everything Levy that we didn't win anything because I don't think that's actually quite true. Do you agree or disagree with what I just said? Uh, he didn't. He didn't. But I mean, okay, he's not. He's not the fault for players missing penalties. You know, you can't blame him for that. But uh, maybe if he backed, if he backed uh, players a little bit better, uh, that um, we might have had players that might have been more amenable to taking penalties. If you know where I'm coming from, you know. But uh, like he's, like it, it's been a kind of a, a thread to the entire managerial, or the entire ownership thread from Enoch uh, of not. Missed opportunities. I'll put it the best way I can put it. The thing thing is, is that I do want Levy and Enoch, because it isn't just Levy, out, because I do think we need to get somebody who wants Mm. what's best for the club. So please don't everyone say that I love Levy or whatever, because it's not true. What I am is trying to be balanced with it, in that we... Um, small margin, there are small margins in football, and some of the reasons that we didn't win trophies is down to those small margins it isn't down to just what levy has or hasn't done do you know what mia i've always been the same as you and you know i have you know i've always tried to be balanced in my arguments look i it, it i always have this thought right when the players cross that white line it's down to the players the manager the owner the chairman can't do anything about it it's the managers everything off the pitch 
it's down to the owners and the chairman to give the managers the tools to do their job. So if that means giving him the players to 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 take us to the next level, that that means the chairman and the owner must provide the funds or provide the materials to. It's like building a house. If I went to build a house and dug out my foundations instead of putting concrete in, put sand in to build my house on, my hands my house is going to sink or not. It's going to fall down. So you 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 you've got to. But I agree with you, Mia. I missed penalty here, a dodgy penalty decision there, a result going our result going in our favour. We could have won the league against Leicester. We could have won a Europe. We could have won the Champions League. We could have been into two FA Cup finals. We could have won a League Cup. So that's down to the players. That's down to football fortune, where it's a roll of the dice. You're either going. It's either going to be fifty fifty. But Levy has to take responsibility. Oh yeah, absolutely. For not backing managers, for sacking a manager at halftime, but also Joe Lewis has to take responsibility for not backing, not giving the funds to Joe Lewis to Levy to give to the manager to say go and buy who you want. They have said when they bought the club, we're not football fans. This is an investment for us to invest our money. Well, I think they've done very well in their investment. So I think it's time for them to move on and give somebody else the con- to give somebody else the reins to look after our great club. And I think the football side has been so neglected. And guys, I think you all agree with me. We really want our Spurs back, don't we, Philip and Mir? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and Arsenal, Arsenal doing what they did this season has put it into perspective. Yeah, I mean, look at a couple of seasons ago, Arsenal were in disarray. Mm. I think there was one season they didn't even qualify for Europe, you know. But they, they stuck with it. But they stuck with their manager, and uh, look what they've got to now. We haven't had the habit of sticking with managers. We get rid of them. And right. uh, the Can hardest part this season for me to take was it was. I mean, if Arsenal won the league this season, I would be I would have been in a deep depression all summer. You know, and it's sad that the only bright spot of this season is the fact that Arsenal didn't win the league. Yeah, can can you actually say between about you and me, right? Name me the two longest serving managers on that list. Name me the two what? The two longest serving managers on that list. Red, uh, Redknapp and, Red and Poch. Yeah. So what does that say? Every other manager lasted what two years, Philip? Graham, uh, three years, Hoddle, two, Santini, nothing, Yall, three, Ramos, one, Redknapp, four, Villas, Boas, one, Poch, five, and the rest months, really. Jose only Marie. lasted a year and a half, Nuno only lasted six months, if that, and Conte only lasted a year, what, 18 months? Not even that, 16 months. So, look, we're getting on to the last three managers now Mourinho, the Garden Gnome as I call them, and Antonio Conte. Mia, look, we've got two world-class managers and a garden gnome. Where did it all go wrong? I'll tell you where it went wrong, in my humble opinion, is that we didn't continue on with the Poch style. What he thought was, what they thought, um, up in the, the boards that are so think they're obviously in the know they thought that because we got so close if we bring in a Jose Mourinho he can get us over that line and do it with a um, Nuno that was a big mistake to so make up for that mistake he got Conte because he thought that would appease the fans mm. so he made two major mistakes by one trying to fix it quick and get a quick 
reward and then um, trying to fix it mm. for making a big mistake with Nuno. And that's where they went completely wrong, completely wrong. Does this, does this prove me? I mean, Philip, look, can I just point something out to you, right? Sack George Graham, bring in Glenn Hoddle to appease the fans, right? And then we all go down there, right? Sack Ramos, bring Harry Redknapp to sort of appease the fans, sort of jolly fella can, you know, can can get on with the fans. Sack Poch, bring in Mourinho to appease the fans. We get the garden gnome. We sack him, bring in Conte to appease the fans. Has all his managerial appointments, just very quickly before we go on to that, what would you give out of 10 for Jose Mourinho's time at the, the club, Mia? I would probably give him a six because he did get us to a final. And I know everyone was getting a bit fed up with the way he played, and I do get it, but he did get us to that final, to be fair. Um, how much would you give the garden, no? Uh, a minus six for every month that he was with us. And Conte? Conte, I would probably give a five and a half because he did get us to the Champions League. Yeah. Philip, look, we look. We can go on to the cows come home. I, I think Levy got a hard on when he saw Mourinho and Conte. I think he got s- sexually aroused and he started growing hair in his head again when he saw Mourinho. Do you feel that the, the appointment of Mourinho was to appease the fans and then they well, panicked over Nuno, the Garden Gnome, and then they realised, well, although we fucked this up, let's get Conte in. But i tell you what we won't do. We'll sack Jose before cup final and we'll bring Conte, but we, 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 we'll, we, we, we'll promise him the earth, but we won't keep our promises. Hmm. Do you feel all his management appointments have been one disaster after another not all of them not all of them i mean you've got to say harry redknapp was a success pochettino was a success the rest of them were debatable uh uh, martin yall was was a success um Mourinho. the one thing that bugs me about the Mourinho situation was jose Mourinho was appointed less than 24 hours after pochettino was sacked which leads me to believe how long were they negotiating? You don't get a manager like Jose Mourinho by picking up the phone and he, oh yeah, the same day, I'll, I'll come and start tomorrow. That was going on for weeks before that. And that troubles me a bit. You know, why was the, why did we bring in a football, a player like Mourinho or a manager like Mourinho? Was it because he'd won something everywhere he'd been? Right? But Mourinho was on a, was on a hide into nothing there because if he wasn't backed, he didn't have the resources and he, and he spoke out, he spoke his mind and I say that's what got him the sack. He mm. spoke out too much about the way club, the club was being run. Now, mm. Nuno, the garden gnome, that was an absolute disaster. So I'm not even going to comment on him. It's I'm the first confident. time I've heard you calling him that, and I'm laughing, but I think fair play to yeah. Philip Somebody's backing me with the garden gnome. <laughs> Conte was a funny one. When Conte came in, we all thought, yep, this is it. This is the guy that's going to do us, right? And we all thought in Conte we trust. And for most of yeah. it, his reign, getting us to the Champions League, great stuff, marvellous. But the more it went on, the negativity of his football ground us down. It ground the players down. They didn't want to be playing that style of football, so they didn't even try. Mm. The fans were getting upset about it because there was neg- the negativity and the, you know, let's let's defend until we can attack. Whereas the Tottenham way is you attack their players, you attack the mm-hmm. other team. You don't sit yeah. back. So no. I think Conte, I would say Mourinho and Conte, to be honest with you, but, um, they've had their day. 
their type of management style is not going to succeed anymore. Even though Mourinho has been re relatively successful at Roma, mm -hmm. uh, Conte, I think, has he's been copped onto. He's now yeah. a busted flush. Yeah. Okay. And what would you give you out of ten for the three of them, Philip? I give Mourinho a six. I give Sant. I give um, the the Garden Gnome a one for turning up. And I give Antonio Conte a five. And I would have given him a lot. I thought I'd be giving him a lot higher than that. But that's yeah. all I can give him because I think he's the major reason where we are now. Yeah. Look, for Miri, Mourinho, he he was... <laughs> and he says, sexually aroused Levy in my head now, Dermatron's. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, he sacked... He sacked... Um, he sacked um, Poch at 11 o'clock. Tuesday evening, yeah, half six, and I remember this. I was on my way up to Dublin Hospital that morning. I was on the back of the bus, and it came through that Mourinho had been announced as the new manager. So, in less than six hours or seven hours, he was about. So, I'll give Mourinho, yeah, I'll give, yeah, I'll give Mourinho an eight because I thought it was a breath of fresh air, and I give the Garden no minus one thousand and two. Because he was just fucking useless. <laughs> and um Antonio Conte, I would give a five. I'll give four and a half. Because mm -hmm. I thought great first season, second season, just lost the plot completely. Yeah. yeah. Look, let us know in the comments what you think. I'm gonna go through them. I'm sorry I haven't been able to bring up the comments because we've been so busy doing this. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go quickly. Very quickly. We we only got a few more minutes, so we won't be too long, Mia, because I know you need to go. Um, I just want to bring up David Clark, 10% increase, Fulham 16%, Forrester 20% increase, Leeds 10%, Brighton 4%, Arsenal 5%. I'm sure their ticket rises. Um, we've got um, Levy, Wayne saying Levy has no understanding of loyalty, which is why fans are no more are, are no more than cash cows. And look, I'm going to quickly go through this. Um, um, Mia, do you want to give your channel a bit of a plug? Before we go, um, the, your your link is in the chat, so please, I will put it back in there again. Um, Philip, do you want to go through bring these messages up very quickly while I get um, just uh, just bring them up. Oh, just um, you start them off and I'll carry on there. I'm not sure where I'm at here. Okay, messages. just start at the bottom there. May do you want to give your channel yep. a plug and I'll put you? Um, yeah, if you if you don't know, then give your head a wobble. Uh, go over to Spurs through the lines, please, guys. Um, I'm on the road to my 400, and then after that will be five. So um, I'm really pushing to do it. So if you haven't subscribed already, I'm not normally one to beg, but please, 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 can you do it, please? Um, I'll be really, really grateful. Uh, I like to have good conversations with people, lots of different opinions. Um, and I try and be as balanced as possible with everybody. So tomorrow yeah. I will be doing a therapy session about the game. So come over at uh, 8.45 a.m. for the uh, therapy session, UK yeah. time. And there is Mia's link there. Mr. Mister Godfather, Mr. Brady, what have we got coming up on THFC? We've got a few things coming up this week, haven't we? We've got news uh, and we've got a few build up to the last game of the season haven't we yeah or build down whichever way you want to look at us yeah. um now Leeds definitely need to beat us next week now they lost three one to west ham today so yeah we've got we'll have the news beat during the week obviously and um we're gonna have i think the game on sunday evening this the game on sunday evening at four o'clock i think 
Yeah. Next yeah, week. we do. We've got. We're, we'll have. I don't know if we're doing it as a watch along or we're doing around the ground. So I we'll, don't know we'll see how things go. We'll see how things uh, pan out. But it could be a bit yeah. of both, you know. Um, yeah. One of us might be watching the game, and another one watching the grounds as other things happening elsewhere. Because the last day of the season is always very exciting, um, especially with the relegation issue really up up for grabs at the minute. And yeah. um, we shall see. We'll have a pre-match on Saturday as well, I think. And. Yeah. Uh, then we'll, we'll be re regenerating the batteries for the, the new season with lots of new stuff coming during the close yeah. season in August. Yeah, we will be going through that this week with the new um, with the new um, thing. I've got a little bit of breaking news I want to bring you before we do end. Um, it's about the people that are after Manchester United now. I am hearing if they don't get the Man United bid, they may also look, be looking at West Ham if the United bid fails. So mm. Tottenham and West Ham could be both looking at, Qataris could be looking at both clubs. So we need to keep an eye on that. Now, as promised, I did promise you I love Martin Yo as an outro. So I'm going to put it up. I'm going to take me, Philip and Mia off. Whatever you do, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. Don't let Spurs get you down. It's only a game of football. But we are Spurs fans. We will we will come back. We will rise again. Philip, thank you for coming on. Mia, thank you also for joining us. And you'll see me and Philip back, or me and Philip and Ellie back tomorrow on Newsbeat. And with and this show will be going out on Spotify today as well. So if you if you um if you did enjoy it, put us on Spotify. We're on to Amazon Music as well, THFC till I die. So get over there and listen to our previous podcast. But whatever you do, take care, take out. I'm going to take us out and enjoy this. I love Martin Yo as we as we finish the show. Come on, you Spurs. Goodbye to Santini We found a new boss to take us up the league He's better than Christian Gross George Graham don't come close He's better than Jerry Francis and David Plea Yeah Plea He's better than Jerry Francis and David Plea Yeah Plea Sing it I love my a hitman, that's for sure, and he'll crush you with a bear hug when we score, they get no grief from journalists, cause they know how hard he is, he's harder than giant haystacks and Mr. T, yeah T, he's harder than Slice Stallone in Rocky 3, yeah 3, sing it, I love my no.
George Graham don't come close He's better than Jerry Francis and David Plea Yeah, Plea He's better than Jerry Francis singing I love my new 